Hey folks, thanks for tuning in. This week we're honored to have Caitlin with us and we're going to have a great week talking about these things that are going on that people who suffer from PTSD and their symptoms can really help with. Caitlin, thank you. Thanks, Doug. It's great to be here. Keep listening. We'll explore some really great stuff. Great to be back with you. What an honor it is to come across your airwaves. We are so excited for the opportunity to do this podcast. We're coming to you. We're live in Bemidji, Minnesota this morning. By the time you listen to it, it won't be live, but we're doing it live. We're alive. So with me, uh, as was yesterday, uh, I still have Caitlin with me. Good morning, Caitlin. Good morning. How's things going? Things are going pretty good. Oh, it's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. I was out there walking <laughs> it this morning. We have Marilyn. Good morning, Marilyn. Good morning, Doug. How are you? Oh, man. I'm, I'm living the dream. Awesome. Yeah. You saw me get my uh, Vente hot chai, six pumps of chai, no water. Uh, I mean, that right there, that, that gives me, it's like a necker from the heavens right there. Oh, yes. It brings me to where I got to go. So we use a word every day. Now, these ladies, they're just hopped in. We, we're thrilled to have Brother Philip helping us again over here at uh, your QFM. And folks, they've got an app out there. You can hop on your QFM. It's a Christian radio station. And they've been cool enough and great enough to help us out here and take care of us. And uh, Brother Phillips, as good as God's made a young man. And he's a, I heard he's a hat guy. I'm looking for a hat for him. But if you... If you got a hat from wherever you're from, would you do this for me? Do me a favor. If you got like a church hat, a Christian hat, a Boston Red Sox hat, a New York Giants hat, you know, none of those scrub teams. But even if you got a scrub team, you know, like the paddleheads there in Missoula, send Philip, you know, the paddleheads down there in Missoula. They play baseball. I got a beautiful, it's, Philip, you should see this thing. It's got moose head. uh, It's got those uh, uh, antlers. I'm all right. Didn't remember what antlers were. I, I, Again, everybody says pot is just a segue. You know, it's a gateway. It is, okay? I, I smoked it. I haven't smoked it in 50 years. Look what's going on with me here. But but anyway. Um, specifically baseball. We, we, yeah, specifically baseball, Cap. So would you do me a favor? Would you guys out there who love people, uh, Philip, why? Your QFM. You'll find the station. It's in Bemidji, Minnesota. And send Philip a hat. I know I'm going to. Or, or beanies because it's going to get cold. And you know what? He's he's mentioning beanies, so we're getting deeper in here into the hat mode. So beanies are cool. <laughs> and Marilyn bought a beanie last night with this weird-looking fur, almost like from the uh, Green Acres TV show. But I dug it. I, I think it looks good on her. And Debbie gave her two thumbs up as we were shopping there. I'm still kind of bummed out that those orange teeth. I almost I bought Philip a hat. They, the hats <gasps> were pedestrian there. They were. You know, they. they I mean, Philip. honestly, you can ask her, I was holding hats. Saying yes. these are pedestrian, you yes. know, and people deserve better. So we got this word rejoice. I'm sorry, we got into hats. We got into, uh, we got into beanie hats. We got into all kinds of things. We're going to go into relationships. But our first word today, our word of the day, is rejoice. And the Bible's clear. We know that over in Philippians four four it says rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. We're supposed to be rejoicing in God, ladies. And uh, we're supposed to be rejoicing. And, 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 you know, it's not saying rejoice once a day. It's not saying rejoice Mm -hmm. once a week while you're at church. No, it's saying rejoice in the Lord. What does that mean? So rejoicing in the Lord, like you said, not only when we feel like it or when we're happy, but when those hard things come to consistently reminding ourselves to just really love God, rejoice, 
and just have passion for God, and then that will overflow into others' lives as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's really well put. And also, I mean, just everything, giving the glory to God and um, and the praise to God and everything I do and everything everything I do, do it unto the Lord. Yeah, yeah. And, and remember that old song, that old song you do at churches? I bet you Philip remembers this. This is the day. Remember that song? This is the day everybody would do that. That the Lord, Lord hath made, made. That the Lord, Lord hath made. We will. we will rejoice. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord hath made. Yes. <laughs> and so, and, and that's how we're supposed to be living our life. This is the day that God has made for us. Folks, if you've got breath, things can change. We heard Ken Eberson say that last week during a podcast or a week and a half ago. Ken Everson made the point. He said, you know what? I said, what, what do we tell to somebody who's in the middle of everything and life seems upside down and things aren't working right? He says, if you're breathing, you have time. God can work mm -hmm. in you. And uh, so that's why we're joyous. So we wanted to come to this place. Now, I, I got to say, and, and Philip, you, you can give us input on this too. So I, I want to let you know that everybody here is a younger. So Caitlin is kind of uh, in the middle here. She's, she's not old by any stretch of the imagination, but she's older than these other two. Early 30s. She's early 30s. All right. So she's definitely in the middle of me and a baby. All right. But then these, <laughs> other, these, these other, these other two folks. And now how old are you, Marilyn? 26. Philip. 30. 30. Oh, well, see, and Philip, I'm thinking Philip was, I thought Philip was representing 22, 23. I'm just going to be honest with you. He's, <laughs> he's carrying that 30 pretty good. All right. I want to talk about relationships and Christian relationships. Mm. What is a Christian relationship? Who's going first here? What is it? Okay, I guess Caitlin looked at me. I'll, I'll volunteer. Um, a Christian relationship is centering Christ in the middle of everything you do, just looking to him, asking Christ, is that what you would want me to do? Is that how you would want me to love my, either if it's girlfriend, boyfriend, if you're dating, or husband and wife, if you're married? Um, just or any other relationship as a friend, um, you know, there's a lot of advice out there, a lot of self-help books, a lot of books on what to do, what not to do. But honestly, our guidebook is the Bible. Um, Amen. And yeah. just look to God. And the more I delve into it, because, you know, I have my lists of everything and um i could do that all day and, but, and admit it I, uh -huh. I just this needs to be said looks is on the list isn't it looks um more toward the bottom i go more for the the heart and oh the I, when you said bottom i thought you was talking about <laughs> never mind keep oh, change of topic oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, i'm sorry oh you're good <laughs> yeah all right so it's the bottom, bottom of the list yeah <laughs> thank you god thank you caitlin for pointing that out so yeah. so give us your top of your list the top of my list yeah. is just, you know, friends that love God, yeah. friends that serve the Lord, who have the same things in common as you, you know, um, just, that's just what I want to do with my life is serve God and help people. It's pretty simple. I'm a pretty simple girl, you know, I just, I don't expect a lot. I just want to help people and just, you know, finding that and then you you find commonalities and, yeah. um, but also finding friends who 
I don't have that much in common with because a lot of times they can teach me things that I don't really know a lot about. So just finding that good balance. Yeah, no, that's great. And what do you, Caitlin, looking at a relationship, and sorry to have picked on you. I, I did it purposely. Oh, it's Forgive okay. Me. I can handle I, it. <laughs> I, need, I just wanted to come clean. Caitlin, you're thinking of a relationship, and uh, what are you thinking of? So when I think of a, a relationship um, in Jesus Christ, I think of kind of what we were just talking about on the last episode, um, the fruits of the Spirit. You know, when a relationship is centered in the love of Christ, I think it's it's going to emit the fruits of the Spirit, and it's um, they're going to be a parent. And really, in a in a Christian friend or um, a Christian partner, I I want to have God be the center of things. Yeah. And I also want some accountability. Mm-hmm. Um, if they see me going astray or if they see me doing something that maybe um, doesn't convey the love of Christ, I would hope that somebody would stop me and say something. I think it's so easy to... Um, but I, you know, what if I contacted somebody and said, hey, dude, mm-hmm. you're doing this all wrong, and they're like, get lost, and they ghost you. You've done your part, right? Mm. Well, you know, and the Bible the Bible talks about how you should confront somebody uh, with things like that. But um, I, I think being honest with people is is the love of Christ. It's paramount. Yeah. 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 And, and so re- relationships to me is I go in constantly. I always tell people, so I coined a phrase at Pensacola Christian College years ago. They actually, somebody actually made a poster of it and put it up in the dorms. But I said, I would rather be single wanting to be married mm-hmm. than be married wanting to be single. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I would always tell people it's so important we get this right. Absolutely. And, uh, uh, and you know, those people... Uh, who are in the midst of looking for folks. And so many people with PTSD have been hurt by people. They've lost people. Uh, a full 8, 10% of people listening to us right now have lost a spouse through death or, or things of that nature. And we want to say, you know, God's rules still apply. We got to do the right thing. It's got to be crazy if you got, you know, you got kids in the picture and all those things. And, 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 and I want you to know that none of us are taking this lightly, but we're going to, we're going to come back here from our break and, and we're going to talk about what if things or when this happens, what do we do? So we're going to be doing that. So you're going to hear more of that in just a minute here. So hang in there with us. And again, we're honored to have you. We'll be right back. Thanks for coming right back. What a discussion we're having. So I have a hard question. I have a question that uh, I think uh, people ask me this all the time. And I'm going to go to Marilyn and Caitlin. Uh, and Philip's allowed to uh, sneak his thoughts in on this too. But how fast should a relationship move? Talk to us about speed of a relationship. So for me personally, I'm not saying this is for everyone because I've seen couples I have a really good friend back in Montana, and he found a beautiful girl, Christian, just everything he had been praying about. 
they dated for about, I think, three months, or maybe it was six, and then they got married. It was six. I know what you're talking about. (laughs) And then they got married um, within the next six months, and they have a beautiful life. They're very stable. But for me, on the other hand, and I think it really is just, you know, um, the person, and you just have to ask God, kind of the situation Everyone kind of has a, God has a customized plan for everyone. But for me on a personal note, I like to take things very slow, move, you know, very cautiously and get to know the person really well. And some of you were saying you only get one chance at being single. You only got one chance Uh at getting this marriage, right? This marriage is forever. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's got to be some signs you're looking for. Hey, is this guy going to be able to have a job? Is this girl going to be able to be a mom. I mean, all these questions that men and women have to ask, that's why we stick around a little. That's why it was six months before they got engaged and another six months before you got married. I mean, even fast, like you said, they right. were fast, but they, you know, God moved them that way. Uh, but you get to see a lot about people and some people are slugs, you know, oh, some yeah. people are losers. And, and through the, you know, here's the thing. And, and, and I, I w- I'm going to get to Caitlin here and I don't want to blow anyone off here, but here's the thing. It's pretty hard to know about a human being. And in the beginning, they come in and it's a magical time. You know, your eyes are sparkling. Mm-hmm. You can hear the birds chirping. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you're running around singing uh, love songs, you know, and uh, praising God and stuff like that. But by going through a few months here and a few months there and getting engaged maybe at six months and, and going through those, you, you really get to know a human being. You know, is this human being going to, like, hold a job? Is this human being going to, like... Uh, be a good mom? Is this human being going to be somebody that I can share my life with? Is this somebody I can look at? So talk about all this, Kayla. Go ahead. Well, I think we made a great point uh, a little bit ago that there's only you only have one one real season of singleness. And I think single God gives us singleness for a purpose. It's a time where he works through us and it's he builds ministry. us up. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And he really um, uh, builds our character in that season. And once you are married, it's it's for life. It's forever. You're stuck. Um, look at look at what my wife has to look at every day for 39 <laughs> years. You know, and uh, I, you know, I come into the room, chase her around, spank her, stuff like that. This morning, trying to get her out of bed. I mean, and nothing bad <laughs> going down to eat something. But anyway, his one. But what you're saying, mm-hmm. one season. What yeah. are you looking for in that season? In a season of singleness. Yeah. Um, I, I think I'm just looking to really. F- find contentment in my relationship with Christ. Um, I believe that if I am, if I can be content with Christ for the rest of my life, even if I say I never did get married, then that, that's, that's true happiness right there. But God in his grace and mercy and with all his blessings will, will give me a partner if that's what's meant to be. Yeah. And you know, the, the qualities that I look for in that person, um, are, the fruits of the spirit, right, and reliability, and um, slow to anger, um, able to actually sit down and talk through disagreements and not getting big fights about things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just a partner to go through life and all the trials with. I, th- I think all that's important. I think if I was single, I'd add things like "can't be a Yankees fan" stuff like that. <laughs> but I, but I think I know what you're saying here. But I, I, you know, I. The understanding of this is a ministry, this thing called life. Mm Absolutely. And every phase along the way, people are watching our ministry Mm -hmm. and not necessarily judging us, but some people are looked up to. 
especially in what I do or, you know, in people and in, in what you guys do, people who work in churches, helping groups, people are looking at you and they're saying, okay, well, how's Caitlin doing this? You know, she's got her head all together. She's helping Jeff with this group. How would Caitlin handle this? And she's very calm, relaxed. I can follow Caitlin. You know, I could say she's got a good MO at that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But there's other people. It, the sad thing that can happen is we fall in love. And, and there's, there's an old song out there that uh, old Elvis Presley used to sing, Only Fools Rush In. But anyway, and uh, I think, this is what I think. I don't think there's a man in this world or a woman in this world who are worth their salt, who are worth their weight with God, who serve God and make a difference with God that's going to make somebody get married uh, that quickly that you don't know each other. I just, don't, I don't see that. Uh, I, you know, I mean, unless someone's dying, you know, if someone, you know, I'm going to be dead next month. Uh, I got to marry you. I mean, what do you think? Can a person make a year out of something? Or I mean, can't, I mean, what are you guys thinking? Well, I've, I've heard um, stories on the radio and stories from friends about people who had very quick courtships, quick marriages. And a common denominator throughout the stories is that once they were married, they started to see things mm -hmm. about the other person that they weren't aware of. So like little quirks or oh, little yeah. behaviors. And, you know, they say, and I'm not sure if this is a secular study or if it's a Christian study or if it even matters, but yeah. it takes about three or four months to really break through that exterior mm -hmm. and get to know somebody and all their habits. I mean, everybody, when you meet somebody, they've got a, you know, they're polite well, mo some people, they've got their polite <laughs> um, not a facade, but, you know, that polite exterior. And you don't yeah. really get to know somebody until you're really comfortable with them. Yeah. And, and, and you know what I think, too, is, is some of us, you know, every one of us has these things in our life that we just don't want the world to know. You know, there's things in our life, no matter what you come through, and you want to make sure you have that right human being. You know, because even Absolutely. when you're dating and mm -hmm. stuff, you go to that right human being and say, okay, I think you're the right human being. I'm going to open up my, you know, closed down spot in my brain in my life. And I'm going to share some of these things with you. But you need to make sure you have the right person before you do that because you right. could share some things, say some things, put some things out there. And this guy's like, or this gal's like, whoa, you know, he's a knucklehead. She's a knucklehead. Uh, so I would always tell people, so that in my mind, this is Christian, this is Christian dating, courtship, whatever you want to call it. I, I tell everybody this. I think this is how it works. First thing that happens is if you like somebody, and usually it's the male, but even if a girl likes somebody, it's okay to say, hey, you know, I like you, whatever. You talk and you say, it's okay if I call you dad or whoever that person is, your life, your pastor. You know, even as we get older, there should be somebody that they talk to, you know, outside of us. And that happens before emotions are gone. That needs to happen long before emotions are gone. But that question needs to be asked. So, you know, if I'm, I'm Bill, 26-year-old, uh, and, and, and old Marilyn and I, you know, it seems like we have this connection. Um, I think what would happen is Marilyn and I would at least have to have one conversation. You know, as, as Bill, I would have to at least say, hey, Marilyn, is it okay if I call your dad, your mom, whoever it is in your life? I like you. Because if you don't have that conversation and a phone call's made or, or a visit's made, right. you're in a bad place. Right. And so you need to have permission for that conversation. And then I think you got to bring in that other person, whether it be a dad, a mom, your pastor, and that other person who can see outside mm -hmm. 
boy, isn't she good looking? Boy, isn't he good looking? Uh, boy, isn't he the greatest thing God ever made? Isn't she? I, th I think at that point, you bring in that other, uh, you know, you get to that point. And then I, I, I do believe uh, I come from a world where uh, it was secular life. You know, when I was young, when I was dating, it was secular life, all those crazy things going on. I come from that world. So follow the rules. You know, be in a church. Uh, man, God will God will love that, ordain that, take care of that, bless that uh, for all eternity. Folks, we've loved this opportunity to come on. I just, honestly, I, I just got to start and I, I got to say thank you to Caitlin. Caitlin's hung with us this week in five podcasts, different people. You had Philip, and Philip's hard to get along with over now. Philip's the <laughs> nicest guy on God's green earth this week. And, He's a very calming personality. Uh, yeah, so thank you. Thank mm -hmm. you for this week. And, and Marilyn for coming on. Absolutely. Go ahead, Caitlin. Yeah, no, thank you for the opportunity. I've had a, yeah. a really good time exploring all these things. Yeah, so Debbie and I getting to know Caitlin, meeting her, we both immediately as we were, I think we ate together, is what we first met. We had coffee. We had coffee. Can't, yep. And, uh, and all of a sudden it's like, Caitlin is pretty great. Folks, if we can do anything to help you, find us at Help for Wounded Spirits or Doug at WoundedSpirits.com. We love you. Make sure you get a hold of us. We're in Bemidji. Pray for the people from Bemidji. Get a hat, a beanie hat, a regular hat, any kind of hat. Send it to your QFM in Bemidji, Minnesota. Entitle it Philip the Man. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. <laughs>